Hello, and welcome back to the Out of the Box MTG podcast, where we think and play out of the box. Uh, this is Logan, uh, and normally we're hearing Q's voice uh, to intro this ep- to intro these episodes, uh, but he's not here today. Uh, but I do have the other two members, Simon, Jake. What's up, you guys? What's going on? Yo, yo, yo! Glad um, to be here. Yeah. Uh, so we've got a fun episode today. This is going to be a, a little, little different, but we're going to have some fun with it. Um, first things first, we do want to uh, just call out kind of where you can find us. You know, obviously. If you found the podcast, you know where to find us, Spotify, Apple, Google, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but then we have a lot of our content that's over on our Substack page. So, so Substack, if you haven't seen it or heard of it before, basically like long form content, kind of written content of different things. Um, and we have our own page on there to talk about Commander and Magic in general and everything. Uh, so definitely go check that out. Uh, Jake, you actually just had a, an article go up earlier this week. Isn't that right? That is right. Uh, hit all your inboxes. So yeah, run through that. Um, and we're that that uh, article kind of spurred the topic for this podcast. So I thought if you guys don't have anything else to chat about, we can jump right into it. But we're we're basically talking about mass removal, wraths, board wipes. Um, my my article goes into kind of my philosophy on what board wipes are good are they good and when should we be using them um so it's part of my commander level up series that i've been running uh so go ahead give it a give it a like take a look at it let me know if you agree or disagree on my opinions but um yeah we're essentially this cast we're gonna go ahead and do a little (laughs) fun fun little exercise with uh board wipes and rats yeah Um, it's it's gonna be really fun um before we jump into that i wanted to ask have you guys uh been sometimes we'll talk about like games we've played or anything but i was curious to hear from you guys have you got do you guys have any uh kind of decks you're working on any brews kind of in the process simon you got anything i do i actually i really do so i have a brew so i almost a year ago or maybe not a year ago eight months ago whenever the brothers board came out i built the <clears throat> mishra eminent one deck mm. pre-cron for the pre-con deck and I have loved that deck. It's been one of my favorite decks since building it. And recently, I decided to try to go a different route with the deck, like literally last week. I was feeling the dragon urges, as one might call them. As Simon does on a maybe <laughs> weekly basis. I don't know. <laughs> it's healthy for a, for a Magic player. I don't know if but I, I know what the dragon urges are. <laughs> I wanted to splash in as much as I could realistically some dragons slash dragon tribal within the Mishra deck. And I haven't had a time to test it out yet because we haven't gotten together to play, but it is on paper. It looks pretty dang awesome. Um, There are, turns out there are a lot of dragons that um, interact very well with artifacts. And my dream of the deck is basically to make dragons that interact all with artifacts. And then use things um like the card machine god's effigy super good card to copy a dragon Very and then cre- create another one with mishra every single turn and i have a lot of copy artifact um, abilities in the deck so it's basically use these dragons that work really well with artifacts turn some of them into artifacts and copy them with mishra and i don't know i'm i'm kind of super super excited for this deck and i think it's gonna i think it's gonna go off next time i play it so 
that's sweet uh what about you jake anything in the anything in the works absolutely always um we didn't plan this but my deck that i have been brewing for a little while now but i'm pretty close on it um is also a grixis deck it is so i am your resident lover of mill but never keeps it for long enough and i when i i think is when i first started or maybe when i got back into magic but Early on, back in one of the Ravnica blocks with Mirko Vosk, I have very much been a fan of that angle on vampires where they are mind drinking, right? Where they're they're milling your library. That is the vampiric thing that they're doing. Um, big, very big fan of that. And I've always wanted to build a vampire deck that does that. There's um it's been a while, you know, it's been a process for wizards to give us the pieces for yeah. um, more demir vampires that do it anawan did it with rogues but he's also a vampire so honorable mention there i loved that deck but um so i'm brewing a lord xander deck that oh. care, does not care about the blink does not care about dying kind of a, trying to avoid those those clauses unless my opponents want those clauses to trigger and they kill my commander right but i essentially am putting as many vampires in the deck that are good strong bodies that are flyers that are doing the milling or that are helping the others do the milling mm. and then the rest of the deck looks very similar to my other demir mill decks with a lot of the good instants and sorceries that do that so yeah um I, it might be just a silly deck uh, with a seven mana value commander that's trying to mill <laughs> you out but that's that's what i'm that's what i'm having fun with right now so your lord xander essentially has ward Sacrifice half an online permanent to control rounded down. <laughs> Correct. Correct. If we decide to remove it. <laughs> That's awesome. More or less. Oh, Mill is back on the menu. Yeah, uh, we'll see if it gets there. It's getting close. But yeah. Um, yeah, I've uh I'm not building anything like super like dedicated right now, but I, I did kind of with Wilds of Eldrain coming out. Um, I was kind of been looking through the commander, seeing if there's anything that speaks to me. Um and I've always been a big Selesnya fan, but I haven't really ever found, like, there's a couple good options that I do like, but none that I've, like, super, super loved. But uh, there is a new one there that I actually think is pretty cool, and it's Gilwain Casting Director. Um, so he's the guy that whenever he enters or another non-token creature enters, you get to pick a roll token and attach it to it. And honestly, my idea kind of for the deck is just Essentially, if you always choose the royal role, you're giving everything in your deck ward one, which is oh, kind of insane. That's kind of bonkers. <laughs> yeah. So if Gilwain is out. Any creature you cast is just it, it, my idea for the deck is just always choose royal, and it gets plus one plus one on ward one, just to kind of give your entire like all your creatures a little bit of protection, pretty much at all times. Um, yeah, I'm huge on protection. I love yeah. that um so it really wouldn't be like like it maybe like run like a couple like enchant like things that care about enchantments you know like a sanctum weaver would be kind of cool um but my but like i like gilwain and then like pairing that up with something like silverback elder um Mm -hmm. yeah yeah just because like that seems really no so like whenever you're just casting those creatures you're getting like all these like triggers and everything so yeah i thought that would be kind of cool um shards yeah, uh, or shards. Yes, that's always obvious. Beast Whisperer. Yeah, yeah. Cre- creature cast deck. That's pretty sick. Yeah. 
So, you know, we'll see if I end up, you know, actually building or not. But I thought it was kind of a, a cool one that seemed pretty sweet. So, um, but yeah, yeah. So awesome. let's uh, let's jump into our topic for today. So we're doing something kind of fun. Uh, as many of you probably know, uh, the NFL season had just started. And so there are a bunch of people right now that are all hopping in their, you know, getting their groups together, getting their fantasy leagues together. They're drafting, they're, you know, picking all the players they like, watching their teams, you know, watching their guys on their teams. And in that honor, we thought it would be really fun to do a a draft here on the podcast. Um, But it's not going to be like a traditional magic draft. This is going to be more like a snake draft, like you would do for like a fantasy league or something. And in honor of Jake's article that just came out earlier this week, we are going to be doing a draft of board wipes. So we kind of have different parameters and different areas and kind of different positions, you might say, that we will be drafting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're going to go through and draft a bunch of different board wipes. Jake, do you want to kind of intro this a little bit for us? Yeah, I was going to say you've uh, you've heard tier list podcasts. You've heard head to head bracket podcasts. Now you get a snake draft. Yeah. Uh, so, so essentially, we put together a a roster, if you will, um, with with a few categories that uh, we'll be able to uh, draft our starting eight. Um, so that we have eight cat or eight slots. Um, we have two slots that are dedicated to clean sweep. Uh, a clean sweep is as close to you can uh, destroy all non land permanents. Right? It's get rid of everything. Um, it can be maybe two types of permanence. It, you know, it can do a lot of different things, but as close to a clean sweep as you can get. Um, we have three slots of creature wrath. And so those specifically need to be wrathing creature or destroying all creatures or getting rid of all the creatures on board. If they happen to hit other things, so be it. Um, but, but focusing the, you, the slot requires a creature removal. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I should also mention we aren't doing any, um, Aura shards does wipe the board, but it is not what we're putting in this. Uh, we're not doing targeted removal on repeat. Right. Um, yeah. This is this is your sweeper cards. Yeah. Um, like Root of purification, cool card that could maybe hit up to a few artifacts and enchantments, but it could also only target one. So these are not right. target removal. It needs to be multi wipe kind of right. destroy all or up to you know things like that. So we have yeah two clean sweeps. Um, three creature wraths, two non-creature wraths. This category specifically cannot explicitly be removing creatures. Right. Uh, the example is if, if you have something that says destroy all artifacts, that works for this slot, even though you may incidentally hit artifact creatures. Um, but it can't say destroy all artifacts and creatures. These need to be print uh, as printed. They're <laughs> wiping non-creature mm-hmm. uh, permanents. And then our last slot, we have a single wild card or flex slot, if you will. And we can put any of the above in there or something that isn't doesn't fit the categories. Yeah. Um, so so that's essentially what we'll be doing. We'll be doing a snake draft. For those of you who don't know what that is, is the first person will select, and then the second will select, the third will select, and then that third person will select again, and it will kind of make it a little snake as you go back. Um, and obviously, we are treating this as though you know, we cannot choose the same cards. And so there is some amount of uh, 
choosing at the right time strategy to some strategy the and selection <laughs> uh and at the end of the cast we'll put this up on twitter as well but we want to see uh which of us drafted the best most uh powerful or holistic stack of uh a removal suite for for if you were going to run eight board wipes in your deck which was it going to be yeah or if you could only pick board wipes from a certain <laughs> one of our list sure which yep. one would you pick as like your as like your package and say okay even all the rest are banned eight, but you get these eight yeah like okay but you only get these eight and that means you can't do anything else um and i think it should probably mention as well these could be destroy effects these could be exile effects these could be bounce effects so right we'll, just we'll some way to get them off board yeah exactly um and you know a lot of this will be kind of what our personal style is right whether we like instant speed or doing it for cheap or hitting more things or you know being flavorful so like whatever that x factor is for each of us you'll probably get an idea of it as we make our picks yeah Uh, but yeah Uh, i think one one last comment too it probably really only applies in the clean sweep and creature wrath slots but in the event that we we draft three clean sweepers if that clean sweeper can fit into another category it can go there um so you know if there's a card that says destroy all creatures and all enchantments that could uh, that could go in a clean sweep but it could also go in a creature uh sweeps so for what it's worth we'll try and keep it clear as we're drafting but that's the idea we'll we'll try to like announce our pick and what the pick is taking the place of and everything so uh simon anything we forgot to kind of mention no, just that I'm about to have the best eight cards you ever saw. So. <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. Okay, so I have a D20 in my hand, so I'm going to roll the D20, and we'll each pick a number. Uh, Simon, I'll let you pick first, then Jake, and then I'll pick. And we'll, whatever the number's closest to, you get to pick which slot, like in which spot you're drafting. Um, so if you want to go third, if you want to go first, whatever you want, you get to go, um, just depending on what the number is so simon what's your number i'm gonna go with i would go with 10 and a half but i don't think i can i'm gonna go with 13 oh that was gonna be my number all right i'm gonna go with <laughs> seven okay i lied i'm going with four. Oh, that was literally gonna be my next one. no way you guys both took my number uh, uh i'll go i'll go high i'll go 19 it's gonna Man, be a clean 13 roll, guaranteed it's a three no way. Dang it. Dang it. So, Jake, Sweet. you get to pick where in the draft do you want to go. Do you want to go first, second, or third? The dice was, was whispering to us, Logan. <laughs> uh, I would like to go third. You'd like to I go want, third? I want the 3-4 turn. Okay. Simon, you were next closest. What spot do you want to take? Number one or number two? So, so if I take one, then that makes four picks happen before me. But if I take two... It makes three. I choose two. Really? So, so then there's, the, so it's one. Three, Logan gets the four, one one. One three three back to me. So I, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna choose two. Ooh, darn it! I'm not a big fan of going first in drafts. I normally like. I honestly the, almost said I want to go first because I. I, I, I like do. to let the draft come to me, and now I have to start it <laughs> off. And everyone's gonna be like, "What's your number one pick?" Oh, this is gonna be tough. I like to just make a splash. I, I, I do like that first overall, but. Okay. So it'll go me, Simon, then Jake. 
We can take our picks in any order. So if you want to take your wild card right off the bat, feel free. Or if you want to take, you know, so whatever you want your pick to be, that's all up to you. Okay. Oh, man. The first pick of the draft. This is going to be tough. I think with the first pick, I am going to, oh, I'm torn between, I'm torn between two. I think I can get this, I think I can get one that's really important to me later. With the first pick, this is a newer card. Um, and I think Jake's probably going to be upset that I'm taking it. <laughs> but we talked about this card on a, on our second podcast that we came out with. Um, it's a newer card from March Machines Aftermath. Oh and yeah, go ahead. This is it's such a good way to deal with anything that's not a creature. It's cheap. It's instant speed. I think it's everything you could ask for. I don't think this is the best wrap out there, but in the non-creature section, which I think is going to be a little bit tighter, yeah, I think I, it's the best one there. I think that this is the best. Maybe maybe not my favorite option. I think this is the best option. So with the first pick in the draft, under non-creature rats, I'm going to take filter out. Dang. Good card. Yeah. I, I literally thought, I mean, go ahead and reach for it, but I thought you're going to wait one round, so I'll just take it at the turn. But yeah, yeah. good job. See, I, I had, a, Jake, with you having two picks at three and four, I was yeah. like, I'm positive this is going to get taken. And I yeah. think this is my number one option for non-creature. So which, like I said, I think this is going to be a tighter category in there. So rather than, I, I think there's better ass out there, but I'm going to just get that one off the board. Get Did that you read it? Me. Huh? Yeah. So remind me really quick. It's three mana. Yeah. Two blue and a. Yeah. So let me, yeah, let me read it. So filter out. So it's one blue, blue for an instant. It says return all non creature, non land permanence to their owner's hands. That's it. I mean, that's, that's so about cool. as good of a non creature wrap. I mean, it doesn't destroy them. But making everyone just spend all their mana to redeploy all that, or I mean, it it says goodbye to all the treasures, all the tokens that are not creatures. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, planeswalkers, battles, whatever. So, do you say insta speed too? Yeah, speed. Yeah, Yeah, very good. good. Very good. That's gonna be my number one pick. Uh, I I think I feel good about it. I think that's a great way to start. This is like having a like a tight end positional advantage here. You like, <laughs> it is hard to beat that in the non-creature S non-creature. Yeah. It might be tough to beat. <laughs> yeah. I still have a couple other ones I like, but I, I'm happy I got this one off. So, all right, Simon clock's ticking. It's you. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I'm not going to go that route. I trust that the, if Jake takes two of those, yeah, he won't take mine. <laughs> Uh, my first pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little uh, stapley here. Is gonna be a clean sweep, and it is a cyclonic rift. I uh-huh. think that, that is, it's one of the best. It's actually there's a lot of rule zeros against it in a lot of pods because of how good it does what it does. It is an instant return. Everyone knows, right? But you can return target non-land permanent control to its owner's hand. But then there's the overload cost for seven. Six blank and one blue, and do it at instant speed. So each you can return everything you don't control. So it's very one-sided. 
instant speed. It's just very good. So I is- genuinely thought there's no way that my boys <laughs> go with the the boring answer. And I was gonna have the I was gonna have the top Jake. top heaviest <laughs> stack ever. Oh, good job! You took your blue options off the table. What are you gonna I do? Know, that's nuts. I got I got nothing. <laughs> Honestly, though, even like I know that Psychic Rift is a good card. Personally, I hate playing Cyclonic Rift, so I wouldn't even have taken it. Like <laughs> I, the, even you could have, it could have been round eight, and no one would have touched it, and I still would have taken it. That's why I, I knew I had to take Psychonic it from Jake. Rift. I knew oh, yeah. I had to. I keep was taking it, it immediately, immediately. Oh, for sure you were. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm up, huh? All right, Jake, you're on the turn. You got three and four. This is not easy considering my picks are gone. It's hard. Um, and it's hard because even looking at all the slots, like I have a bevy of ones that I want to talk about that I love. Yeah. But Maybe I'm at like, the end we could throw in like a few honorable, yeah, honorable mentions, mentions or right? something. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Um, yeah. And again, you're also looking at, hey, I would take the best overall right now. But maybe I can get it later, uh-huh. like you know. So there right, it is. Who knows how? Who's gonna choose? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't have a pick for a few more. Well, I'm I gonna sh- one of your two that you're about to take here. I, I definitely know at least one of them. Okay. Well, I, at my one, I'm gonna take what I believe to be the strongest one left on board, um, arguably, and this is gonna be in my clean sweep spot. Yep. And it is culling ritual. Oh. oh, okay. okay. A green card for me, yep. you will not see. But wow. I had that on my list, but wow. Okay. I didn't even have that on my list. So Culling Ritual wow. is sorcery. It's the only real knock against it in that it's green, but it's a sorcery, four mana, two black green. Destroy each non-land permanent with mana value two or less. Add black or green for each permanent destroyed this way. So it what does a have a cost limit, right? I mean, it's it's only hitting two or less. Um, but it is hitting every token, it's hitting every treasure, it's hitting everything low to the ground, and then you're getting a ton of mana. So it is a little modal, and I do like my uh, wraths to do a little more for me than just sweep. So I'll take the limitations on it. So wow, that'll be my. I thought you hey, were great pick, to... great pick. I, I was I lean. That's a great pick. So yeah, thank you, thank you. That'll be my first pick of wow. the last pick of the first round, and now going to the second here. Yeah. Uh, well, there's probably people crying out <laughs> in pain that I said that the best available was calling ritual when it should probably have been farewell. That's what I, I thought you take. were going to take. Okay. <laughs> but okay. I had two picks, so whatever. Uh, yeah, let's, let's give it to farewell. Uh, this is the egregious card printed in Kamigawa Neon <laughs> Dynasty, uh, for six mana sorcery. It's not great things for it, but everything else is gravy. It's for white, white. Choose one or more. Exile all artifacts. Exile all creatures. Exile all enchantments. Exile all graveyards. So aside from hands, decks, and planeswalkers and battles, this says those things are not coming back ever. Yeah. Uh, So this is as clean a sweep as you can get. And if you are the only enchantress deck, you can skip that line and hit everything else. Um, So... Pretty clean sweep, pretty can be one-sided, and that'll be my pick. Very good. I think that's pretty good. And I, that will bring us to Simon. Yeah. I definitely thought Farewell was going first round, so I'm I'm kind of surprised. Fell to the second round? How? 
Farewell is probably similar to the Cyclonic Rift. I don't know if I would have ever taken Farewell. I've got to be honest. Crazy. Jake, I, I doesn't jive with the team. Yeah. Simon, I'm curious, just really quick, before you take your pick, would, yeah. would, would you have taken Culling Ritual in one of your next two picks? No. No, I mean, it I was on my you, list. I think you took that too high. You think I reached? I reached. I think uh, you reached for it. <laughs> in my head, I was like, my my green player boys here will definitely take this, no. this Dude, beast. Lie, didn't even have it on my list. Sorely underplayed. I, I ask you to change your ways. Yeah. Culling Ritual is so good. If I had a green deck, it would be in there. That's fair. That's fair. All right, Simon, you're up. So I'm deciding between two right now. And there's a third that I no, there's no way that anyone chooses that. Um, okay. Gosh. See, I want to go with another clean sweep because hey. those you just you just really can't beat those. But instead There's so many good clean sweeps. There. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with a card that I've cast multiple times. And when I cast it, I feel like I am always winning after casting it. And that card is Bane of Progress. Ah, I think Bane of oh, Progress that's... is a very good non-creature wrath. Builds your guy. So obviously he's a he's a six mana, two, two elemental creature. When he enters the battlefield, destroy all artifacts and enchantments and put a one-one counter on Bane of Progress for each permanent destroyed this way. Um couldn't take that out of principle. Despise, yeah. despise this card. It, it is a very, very good card. It hoses. Simon Stack's gonna win. Look at it. It is. It. I love how it gets so big. Even if you only destroy four or five artifacts, you are paying six mana for the six six with a big removal, or six mana for the seven seven with a big removal. So, have you ever heard a more Simon thing? Just does not care that it's like <laughs> the most oppressive. <laughs> non-creature wipe i just love how big it gets like wow <laughs> stompy big green creature it, is. it gets there so fast so easy yeah. <laughs> yeah he's game and obviously you can flicker and do all the things but yes fan of progress my number two pick that's a good pick that's i think that's pick. pretty solid um okay well i two picks look I I'm feeling pretty good like none of you guys took like my other like anything at my at my top um like it's, I'll say a farewell. I wasn't gonna take Psych Rift. Farewell was on was high on my list. Um, but I feel like I have a couple other good options. I definitely want to get the thing is, Jake, you're at a clean sweep. Now you could still wild card one, so I have to be careful. Yeah, and I could and I could theoretically put a clean sweep in a creature wrath. Yeah. Don't know if I, that feels a little out of spirit, but I may do it. For Whatever. sure. Yeah. Um let's see here. Um I think for my next pick, I want to get, which is, this is probably my favorite creature wrath. This is probably the one that I play the most. Um, and I think I want to get this one off the board, even though I'm, I don't think I'd be able to, I, I could maybe take it in my next pick, but I have two picks here. So I think it's okay. Um, I am going to take it. Uh, because it is probably the cheapest wrath that's on the board. And more often than not, you'll probably cast this for one mana, and it is Blasphemous Act. Uh, there you go. Nice. I was there confused for go. a second. 
Yeah. I was looking at the creature <laughs> S. I was like, what is he talking about? Yep. Yeah. Nice, so I'm going nice. to take Blasphemous Act. So Blasphemous Act is eight and a red, but it costs one less to cast for each creature that's on the battlefield. And it deals 13 damage to each creature. Now, obviously, there are ways around creature rafts, right? A lot of creature rafts are destroyed. Some are exile, some are sacrifice, some are negative, you know, minus X, minus X. But I really value cheap, like, if I want to just wipe the board as clean as I can, you know, for of creatures, I like it to be cheap. I don't like to, because then I can be the first one to rebuild my board. Um, so be able to do that for a single red mana. And and I play a lot of red. So Blast of Fact is always like high on my list. Like if I'm playing red, it's usually in my deck. Um, I, I I just like the, the, like I said, the cheapness of it. And more often than not, 13 damage is going to kill everything on the board. Um. Yeah, so yeah, good pick. I'm gonna good pick. I'm gonna take that because I think that's like my favorite creature rat. So I wanted to make sure I got at least one. So now onto the turn for round three. Do I take I'm realizing now as number two, I never get two in a row. What a sad, what a yeah. sad reality. <laughs> I mean, but but I'm look, also glad you that also I only have, have like yeah. You have probably the most if we're just going off EDA trek. Your stack's winning probably by how many decks it's in. So you're you know, doing great, I, buddy. I also like the idea of there's never there's only two picks in between when when I get a pick yeah. again. Right? Yeah, you're very in the middle. Yep. Okay, I think as opposed to three, I I think I have some other creature rats that I really like that I think I can get later. So I'm gonna let those go for right now, and I think I'm gonna take a clean sweep. Do I take a clean sweep here? I think I know which one you're going to take if you do. Yeah, I I think there's one that is just strictly like like really good, but I think I'm going to take one that I like to play a lot that I think ends up being really good. So I in my clean sweep section, I am going to take, and you guys will probably think this is a is, is a reach, but there's only three of us, so we'll probably all have a lot of reaches. And yeah, just personal sure. preference, right? I'm going to take Urza's Ruinous Blast. Knew it, knew it. I, okay. I wrote it down. Yeah, I, I thought about that, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Urza's Ruinous Blast says uh, it's four and a white, and it's a legendary sorcery, so you have to control a legendary creature or planeswalker when you cast it, but then you exile all non-legendary, non-land permanents. Um, so basically, if you have your commander out, you're going to keep your commander and then you get rid of everything and anything else. And typically, I tend to play a lot of legends, so it's also surprise. If you've been on the, if you've been listening to the cast, <laughs> plays a lot of four and five mana legends. Yeah, you know, I, I what can I say? I love my Orpheon Hero Blobber Brig. I love my, you know, legend. my, my Galenas. I love my Gearhead. So I I play this in my Jetta Ojanan Mercenary deck, and I really love it. And I actually think it could go in more decks than people think. I think a lot of people think you oh only play this in like legendary, and I think that could be true. But I think there could also be like a lot of like spellslinger decks that could use this more. Because if you're like if you're a spellslinger heavy deck, you probably have a commander that's helping with that. And then if you know, so then if that's the case, if that's like your one or two, you know, maybe you lose a couple tokens, or you lose a couple things. But if you get to keep you, at least your commander. And then wrap everything else, all mm-hmm. artifacts, enchantments, everything else, and it's only for five mana. So I feel like the stipulation of having to have a legend <laughs> first isn't all that hard. And 
I, I, I don't know. I think losing a mana rock or two is probably worth it in that trade. So yeah, that's going to be my pick. Yeah. Especially, yeah, especially Good in pick. a commander format. Great yeah. pick. I We lose often when Logan resolves that spell. So. <laughs> it's ruinous. So my next pick, I need to preface it by saying this is a card I've never played before because I didn't know it existed before my research. Okay. But okay. upon research and realizing how good this is, I'm going to obviously explain it once I tell you the card. This card is in... So it says it's in 3,139 total decks. So that's like 0%. It, it rounded down to 0%. You, you're really reaching and sandbagging here. <laughs> I, We're in round three, my guy. <laughs> I love this card enough. I, like I, I'm going to start running it, and I think almost every single one of my decks. So what happens when a board wipe is needed? The table goes, hey, who has the board wipe? What, what, we got we to clean up the board. Either player one has a big board or players one and two have a big board and players three and four are like, okay, we got to get rid of them. And it's always like the guy with the wrath says, I'm going to cast this, but I need protection. That's like, you know, a, a, a quick political move. Mm-hmm. Play of the game. This is a card that I think makes this political move a thousand times better. It's play of the game. It's from oh. Battle Bond. It's an eight mana. Yeah. Um, sorcery says exile all non-land permanents. Yeah, but it has an assist. Another player can pay up to six of this spell's cost. And this is your second clean sweep, is that right? Yes, this is my second clean sweep. Yep. Okay. So the thing about play of the game that I really enjoy is that rather than say, "Hey, I got to spend my turn to, you know, totally sweep the board. I got to spend six, seven mana." You tell player four or whatever, say, hey, I'm going in this thing with three mana. Do you have five mana to drop right now and help me? Or do you have, we'll split it four and four. And so therefore, you don't have to be, you don't have to politi- like do the politics to get protected. You're just doing the politics to have a more efficient uh, board wipe. And so I am all for this spell. I, I didn't realize how high I would be on it until I read it and started thinking about it. But I think in our play group, it's almost always, okay, hey, how can I help you get to your wrath? You know, we play the temple, and your temple is under attack, so you can draw into the wrath or whatever. So why not just say, hey, I have a wrath. Jake, we're in a bad spot here. Let's just do this. You know, I I think it's very good. So I like that you showed me a card I've never seen before. I like the upside. This could be a potential genius move by you in the draft. Yeah. Uh, I did draft Kyle Pitts in the third round last year, and it burned <laughs> me too. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I don't know, Simon. Like the the idea, yes, I definitely agree. But expecting people to put four or five mana into well, something, if they're gonna lose, they need that, to. Yeah, but most people are gonna be tapped out after their turn. So if it gets to your turn and now it's a problem, they won't have any mana. The first well, so- argument, the first slander. <laughs> Your pick sucks. No, I think, I think, I think generally it's like, okay, this is a problem, guys. I don't have anything to stop it. Before I make moves on my turn, what are we thinking here? And I said, hey, save up some mana. We'll take care of this. You know, that's I, I, think I, think. I think the upside is definitely there. I think the upside is definitely there. I think yeah. there is a consideration that it's an exile. Like it's almost like straddling both sides of it's hitting everything. Yeah. But you also want someone else to help you hit everything. And yeah. instead, like <laughs> usually you'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you some card draw if you can remove all the creatures because 
as long as you know, my mana rocks stick around, but you're like, right. You're destroying. Like, oh so no. All your stuff's going away. I know. Otherwise well, you let's die. Say the I, politics I get... go, And it's like, well, then I'm going to politic with the guy with the board and say, Hey, I won't cast this for eight mana. Kill the other two before you kill me. That's okay. what I'm going to say. Okay. Right. I'm going to say also, we're casting this or me and this guy are getting <laughs> the second place. You yeah. Know? Hey. For sure. There's some other eight manas on here that, that should true. go off the board it's too. True. Yes, I know. I think that's a good pick. I just I, never seen yeah. that card in my life. So I had to think. Me neither. Not till today. And I thought, <laughs> I'm putting it on my decks. No, for sure. I, like I said, not saying it's a bad pick, but I just don't think <laughs> any players that have four or five mana open, but maybe one or two. I could see that. Hey, okay. Quentin would uh, dig this uh, secret tech right here. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Uh, well, good, uh, good take there, buddy. I uh, definitely could have taken that. I don't know why that. I was worried. I will say, I think you definitely could have taken that as your last pick. <laughs> yeah, probably. Was, there was no way that was on my board. I, I was somehow worried one. you guys were going to take that. That's hilarious. Yeah. All right. I'll just pay five mana and, get, and keep my legends. And <laughs> sure, <else>. sure. <laughs> All right. My next pick uh, here it, in Jake. the end of the third round. I'm going to go with what I think is going to be a safe can get me points on the board every week. We're talking, you know, best, best player on his team. We are going to go with a creature wrath in toxic deluge. Oh, okay. Uh, For those that do not know the deluge is a three mana sorcery, two and a black playing a lot of sorceries and I don't love that, but um, as an additional cost to cast this spell, pay X life. All creatures get minus X, minus X till end of turn. So what this does and why I'm taking it here at the, why I think it's worth a third round um, is it's modal in that you can choose if you have the biggest thing on board, but you're, you're flanked by a lot of my rail soldiers, you can pay three life and you probably wipe out that person's whole board and you're still, you're still hanging out. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of synergy paying life is usually something that you can break. Um, but the fact that you can pay X life as opposed to paying X mana, like some of these spells want you to do. Um, and the minus X minus X clause gets around indestructible. Um, so it's, it's kind of the baby of exile. Uh, It's, it's pretty sweet. So I want to say that's going to be my best creature ref on the, on the block there. That was probably my next, like, creature Good. wrath pick like that was high on my board but i i just love blast attack too much to not take it but toxic deluge is high high on my list Absolutely. that was my next one but I'm, you guys were just going to take play the game i had to hey. yeah I'm i had sure. to secure it <laughs> what a what a great decision you made there yeah thank you very much sir um so my next pick i'm, I'm looking and i've got so many right now that i want to take right now um and some of them may fall and you know i may get them but I would be remiss. I would I would be so upset if one of you took this from me. So I'll I'll gamble on the others, and I'm gonna take Winds of Abandon. Quite Ooh. possibly, I think it's one of my favorite sweepers. I I will put this in the deck if I have no other sweepers. This will be my one of one board wipe. I love this card. This is for those of you that don't know the Cyclonic Rift in white. This is one in a white for a sorcery again, man. <laughs> I'm playing fair magic <laughs> exile target creature you don't control for each creature exiled this way its controller searches their library for a basic land those players sh- put those cards on the battlefield tap then shuffle their libraries again we talked about not doing any targeted removal but that is because like Psych Rift, this has overload for four white white 
So you pay six mana in white and you exile all creatures that you do not control. Yes, the board is going to ramp and uh, get all the basic lands out. You, you're mass pathing them. However, you are probably ending the game. I cast this when I have 65 my rail soldiers, but not enough to get through. I throw this trebuchet through the castle walls, make my entrance, and I finish the game. Yeah. Um, I have died on the back of this recently and many times. So th- this is a surprise, not expecting you to be able to do this card. It's very powerful. So that's yeah, going to be my take. I, I love this card. Exile is so good. It's like, sure, you give some lands, but it's so good. It's like, very enjoy good. shuffling up the lands that you just got back out because you're dead. <laughs> Yeah, and a lot of people don't play enough basics where it's right. like, it might not True. even hurt you, you know? <laughs> True. True. Um, yeah, that's a good pick. So that's that's your that's a that is, creature wrath. That so is my take, second creature wrath. Correct. You've taken two creature wraths and two clean sweeps. Yep, I'm just going uh, down the board right now. Yeah. Filling so, out the roster. Yeah. Simon, you've taken two clean sweeps and a non-creature wrath, and then I've yep. taken um I've taken a creature wrath. I've taken one of each. So Correct. Yep. Okay. Sweet. It's your pick. Round four, middle. So, I think I need to do this. Although I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) How about that? But there are there are needs. um, There are needs within a within a cohesive team. I'm going to choose similar to Blasphemous Act, Vanquish the Horde. I think that it is. It nice. is also yeah. a bit for my creature wrath. Same deal as Blasphemous, Blasphemous Act and the base. Quite a bit the, better, if you will. Um, it is two white pips, but it is only eight mana. So you can reduce that down to two mana to do the same thing as Blasphemous Act. Destroy all creatures. Um, and destroy them, creatures. not just hit them with damage. Yeah. So yes. That. Yes, that is very Sorry, true. Like, it, does, it ain't on your pick, but hey, it, do, okay. it does get past the. Act, I think there's more upside to sometimes doing damage than just destroy. So that's true. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes with a repercussion, you win the game. But okay, yeah, that's right. <laughs> or uh, or Torbran. Or yeah, about, but but the art with Audric on there just you know takes it over the top. Yeah, yeah, Vanquish the Horde's a solid, like super good pick, especially for round four. I, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm shocked it fell all the way to round four. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. three person. You, you know, sometimes you gotta you know make a play of the game and see what you can do. So, <laughs> um, okay, so it's now to me with my next pick. Oh man, there's so many that like I know we've said it before. There's a lot that are just like kind of fun and different, and you want to just take them. Um, I've got two picks here, and these may not be high on the list, but th- at least this first one, I think I'm gonna take this one first. Uh, and I, I, I love this card. I think um, it has a lot of upside, um, because it helps you even after the wrath. Um, and there's another piece to it. So I am going to take my next creature wrath here. Um, and I'm going to take promise of loyalty. Nice. Yes. Very good. Um, okay. so if you've never heard of this and some people might not have, um, but promise of loyalty is four and a white for a sorcery. It says each player puts a vow counter on a creature they control and sacrifices the rest. 
Each of those creatures can't attack you or planeswalkers you control for as long as it has a vow counter on it. So I like this a lot because there's a lot of those effects that lets you like, you know, hey, you pick something and then sack everything else. But I like this because people can still keep their one thing if they want, but it can never come at you. Now, some decks, you know, you might be playing against commanders where they're not attacking. So maybe that's not a big deal, you know, but even still, I just like the idea of, of saying, okay, sure, you get to keep your one thing, but it's never going to touch me. It's never going to attack me. And I don't have to, like, to a certain extent, I don't have to worry about it. Because if it's not swinging at me, now it might be draining me or drawing you cards or whatever, and that's good. But it also establishes, like, a little bit of goodwill because you don't feel as bad because you get to kind of keep your best thing. Um, well, and it's you've gained three resources. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And the other thing is this says you sacrifice the rest. So mm-hmm. same kind of thing with like the indestructible, this gets around that clause. So just like, you know, a minus X, minus X would do it. Sa- making people sacrifice their creatures means that they won't get to keep them uh, no matter what. Even if they're indestructible, have hexproof, shroud, whatever, they're still going to go away. So I really, really like this card. And I think it, I think it is played a decent amount, but I think it's, it's one of my first choices when it comes to creature rats. I really, really like it. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. My next pick. Um, I feel like I kind of want to. We're man, guys. We're going through this quick. We're what round five now. It's gonna. It's, yeah. This is gonna happen fast. Um, I think I'm gonna take my other non-creature spell here. My my other non-creature wrath. Sorry. Um. This is a card that I don't play a whole lot because I don't typically play these colors, but I actually think is one of the best and coolest ways to remove all non-creature, non-land things. And that is going to be Blot Out the Sky. Very good. I don't know if any of you had this on your list, but um, I think this one's really, really good. So Blot Out the Sky is X, white, black, create X taps two one white and black inkling creature tokens with flying. If X is six or more, destroy all non-creature non-land permanents. So this is kind of my little bit more expensive option. Filter out was my really good, efficient, instant speed three mana. But I love this one because to a certain extent, I still, you know, the only way you get the wrath is by paying a total of eight mana for it, Mm -hmm. which is a lot. But I think the upside of making six two two flyers on top of wiping everyone's artifacts, enchantments, planeswalkers is really, really good. Um, and so, like I said, it's not a color scheme. I don't play a lot of Orzov, but I really like the idea of being able to just dump a bunch of mana, make a bunch of bodies. They do come in tapped, but if you're destroying people's resources, you're probably slowing them down a little bit. And then maybe that next turn. I mean, next turn you're you have at least twelve power in the air, which is really yeah. really strong. Um, so I, I will say I I played this uh, when it first came out. I was very excited for this, um, and yeah. I played it a decent amount. You're correct. I think it's boomer bust. It, it definitely yeah. when it works, it works. The tap is is difficult, and you do lose stuff in the trade usually, and it's a lot of mana. But but yeah, I think you're right on that. Yeah, I don't think it's like the best option. I think there probably are better ones out there, but it's one that I really like. 
and yeah. it's you know and it's uh strict saber which i really like and you know i i just yeah. like that it, i like rats that kind of set you up for success which you know filter out you can do it instant speed the turn before blasphemous act it could only cost you one mana so you can rebuild you know promise of loyalty you still get to keep something and the stuff's not going to touch you so i like the idea of my rats kind of like setting me up as i'm rafting the board and so i really like this one even i i don't know if you guys would have taken this one even at all there's one other non-creature raft that i liked but i think this one i just enjoy the flavor of more i like the art i like just what the card can do so yeah that's where i'm gonna i'm gonna take blood out the sky nice great pick i like that i like it um for my next pick i think i'm also gonna head down the orzov route okay um, it is a creature wrath. Um, it is another one of those cards similar to Psychriff, similar to Winds of Abandon, where there's an overload cost. The card is Dam. So nice. Dam is two black mana to destroy target creature. Creatures destroy this way can't be generate regenerated. Or there's the overload for two white white, which is the same casting cost as Wrath of God. You know, one of the classic creature board wipes. Yeah, so point, points for iconic there. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am doing it because I think it's it, it. It is the same cost as a very good board wipe already, with yep. the upside of it could be targeted. But even the, even if we're not even looking at that, it's the exact same cost as a very good board wipe anyway. So I think it's great. Yeah, that's super pick. I agree with that. I think the only thing that holds Dan back from being like a staple is that it has the color restriction in commander yeah. yeah yeah otherwise why wouldn't you just staple your targeted and, and uh mass removal together right yeah yeah good pick good picks all right we are here at the end of the fifth and the five six turn um and i've been struggling here because <laughs> there's like things that i need to take on principle like for my brand and everything yeah. Your brand, <laughs> uh, but there's, yeah, I'm, I'm getting, I'm very weak in the non-creature wrath area too. Um, I mean, that's the thing though, is that we've each taken both our non-creatures. So at this point, yeah, can, oh, I, I, I can a, just wait. Oh, do you? Still I have Simon's got one more. Take. Yeah. Okay. I don't think you're gonna take it though. So. <laughs> I mean, whether I am or not, I, I'm just not high on what's left. Re- honestly, filter out was right, like if i get that i don't care to... what else i get so what a great for yeah. first pick overall yeah. jake you could have had the number one overall pick man <laughs> i know i know but we'll see we'll see what twitter says i'm, I'm sure that they'll they'll side with me here yeah i'm gonna take my uh first instant and this is if winds of abandon is my first uh mass removal spell because of its modality and it's yeah. it's overwhelmingly exile clause this is always my second. And again, this also depends on the color I'm playing, but I'm always playing this color. So um, for me, it's going to be Settle the Wreckage. Mm, nice. This is a four mana, two white, white instant that says exile all attacking creatures target player controls. That player may search his or her library for that many basic lands, put those cards on the battlefield tap and shuffle his or her library. It does winds of abandoned things for one player that is and for their attacking creatures. So it also does the ramp thing. But it's also exiling. It is instant speed. It's pretty effect. It's the same cost as a wrath of God. Yeah. However, it's makes the cut for me because, like I said, I like my mass removal to not be dead in hand. And there are games where, again, swinging with twenty tokens. Why don't I? Or twenty is a lot, but <laughs> it is a modal spell on yourself 
to go ramp. It, it you can take, you can swing with five one one tokens, cast out of the wreckage, exile those five one one tokens, and you yourself go get five lands. Yeah, and I have, and that that seems like a meme, but I have very much done that. Yeah, um, to great effect. So I, I do like again. I'll I'll t- I'll pay the premium of it being a little narrow to have the upside of that modality. Yeah. So my rel player would say this card's so good because yeah. you know this card does not work against my rel. <laughs> See how many times I've had removal in my hand and I'm like, oh, this would be so good to play on Jake's turn, and then that's I realize why, that's why she's amazing. Go to the Substack, read my article about her. Yeah. She's so good. Yeah. No, cell wreckage is good. It it does only hit one player, which is definitely a downside. Right. But I think that there's an upside to it that it's definitely like it's still such a good card. And and I will say to speak to another portion of my philosophy, I have a hard time with board wipes because sometimes the game deserves to end. Yeah. With the exception of the green player who's cheating to get to where they get. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like sometimes it's like that, you know, this player like built the board and they deserve what they have. And for me to spend three to five mana and undo it all. And then we're going to take another half hour to get back to that same spot. Maybe yeah. someone else. I, again, play how you want to play. Sometimes I feel, I have very often held the board wipe back in my hand. Cause I feel bad doing that. I don't feel like honorable doing that. However, settle the wreckage. You don't have to cast unless again, you're ramping yourself yeah, or if they're swinging true. at you, it's one of those, Oh, you swung at me. You're going to pay the price now. You know, it's, it's, it, you can gain favor with the table too. You're only hitting one. So I'll, sure. I'll take all that. Yeah. Uh, um, you've got another pick, Jake. I've got another pick. You guys uh, hope you love the sound of my voice. I have been looking at my list and so many cards are the correct choice. Yeah. But Dude, I, I, I face this problem as well. Like they're definitely like, like for what it's worth to preface it at least a little mm-hmm. bit. I definitely think there are better, like it, there are probably a lot of better cards that I've taken than what I have taken. But like, you also want the draft to like reflect you, your play style a little bit. Right. Yeah. Like, and I typically don't just play, like usually don't just play like the most obvious basic staple that there is. Yeah. Like yeah. blasphemous act is a little stapley, but it's still my favorite one. But outside of yeah. that, I try to take picks that maybe aren't as just like, clear cut like oh yeah duh play that so but again the i think the idea if again we're putting this to some committee on twitter to vote and and you know as if someone was actually judging this it's not just who has the top eight board wipes right you kind of want to have some situational ones because if the criteria is these are the only eight board wipes you're ever playing again it's true we are playing a game to have fun so (laughs) yeah with that said i also want to do my uh flex spot proper and oh you're taking your wild card i'm taking my wild card my wild card i'm taking the wild card slot here because i think this card perfectly exempt this is one of a few on the list that perfectly does something wild this card can put 25 points up for you in one week five points up another week you can build your deck to make it work better you can just have fun with it but this is a little bit of a hybrid between a creature and a sweeper, depending on how you want to do it. <clears throat> it is a nine mana sorcery. Oh. Six red, red, red for soul fire eruption. Oh, damn. I love this card. I play this card a lot. I have done dastardly things with it. Um, <laughs> but you <laughs> it reads: choose any number of target creatures, planeswalkers, and or players. 
for each of them, exile the top card of your library, then Soul Fire Eruption deals damage equal to that card's converted mana cost to that permanent or player. You may play the exiled cards until the end of your next turn. Mouthful, but essentially you're going to go across, you're going to go permanent by permanent, player by, or well, creature, planeswalker, player. I'm going to go look at Logan's board. I'm going to say, I choose these five creatures, this one planeswalker, and you. Yep. And then maybe maybe Simon and I made a deal. So I'm just choosing him and a creature, but I'm leaving his nickel boss alone. And then maybe <laughs> Q, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm pointing at you know 18 Daxus enchantments because we're about to lose anyway. There's so many of them. The thing is, the more creatures that exist, the better this card gets. And it's also hitting players, so this can end games. It it kind of does the whole thing, and also it has like my other one, like my other spells that I like my board wipes to do more things this card gives you a lot of card advantage suddenly you've pulled 20 cards off top of your library and you have the rest of the turn and if you spent all your nine mana you have until the end of your next turn to play those cards yeah so this this card's gas i think it it is a perfect wild card if you will i think that's a that's a great wild card pick i think that's awesome yeah i think that that actually is very good. It was definitely not on my list. Yeah, but it's cool. It's but on it is all very good. of my lists. It's so fun. <laughs> the thing is, it's also so fun to play because you just go, for let's sure. see. And you're playing roulette and, and oh, hey, I put the land for you. You're lucky. And then you drop, you flip your 10 drop for the next guy. Oh, it's oh, so yeah. fun. That's awesome. So fun. All right. My so next I'm... pick. Um, I was just so this pick is one that i think um you could you could say the similar logic to logan's um urza's ruinous blast i think that this card is a very good in some cases you could i'm not going to say most cases but in some cases it's one-sided um, it is seven mana, just got reskins, beautiful art from Commander Masters. It's Kindred Dominance. Ooh, Two yeah, black nice. and five. Choose a creature type. Destroy all creatures that aren't the chosen type. Usually, uh, choose your commander. Whatever creature type your commander is, if he's on the board, just save the human, save the satyr, and kill everything else, right? Or whatever. And Is this, is this a creature wrath pick for you? Or is yes, this, a- this is, sorry, this is a creature wrath pick for okay, me. Okay, cool. Um. And that is my third. But I think that it is a very good card. It is also very good if you play any tribal decks. But again, even if you don't, it can just be, all right, my commander's not going to die, and everything else will. You know? Or you and, can and- name, like, Nymph or something, and then it's just a very expensive full board wipe. No, true. If, if you, for some reason, you have to get rid of your own creatures, you can do that. So I think Kindred Dominance is a very good card, and uh, it's Sweet Wrath. Sweet art. Both arts are sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. This is this is tough. There's some there's I think like there's one card that I haven't taken that is probably the correct choice. It's a good card, but it's fun to take cards that like aren't just the <laughs> <answer>, you know. <laughs> some people are gonna hate us. I know, I know. Um, yeah, because we're not going to mention like one or two that are just like, why would you not play that? You know? Yep. Well, Q would I think, have. I think many piece. people are going to be converted to play the game when they see that. Yeah. They are just going to be absolutely changed forever, like me. 
Oh, uh, you meant play the game. I thought you I... meant people listening to our cast are going to want to play the game of Magic. No, play like, of the game. The best <laughs> board wipe that's ever been printed. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think I'm going to take next my my next clean sweep. And the the thing is it's I, I don't even know i think this one i think this is like my my safe pick here in round six and i'm gonna try to take look more of like a fun pick next um and i'm gonna take in my clean sweep spot i'm gonna take austere command i okay. think this card deserves to be on the list i think it's really good it'll go in any i think any white deck because it doesn't matter if you're playing big if you're playing small if you're playing artifacts you're playing enchantments whatever you are playing you hit the things that you're not and there's always, and now you only get two, but I find that this can be your non-creature wrath. This can just be a full creature wrath or it's somewhere in between. And you get to pick what's best for you. Yeah, so if you it. are a tokens deck, you know, and maybe let's say you're green, you're not playing a lot of artifacts. You want to keep your, all your tokens and keep your enchantments that have helped you set up, kill everything big and kill all the artifacts, Right. If yeah. you're yeah. you're playing is it and you're playing artifacts and big stuff, you kill everything small and all enchantments, right? Like, or I guess you can't do that in is it. Sorry, so you'd have to be Jess guy. But you know, you guys know what I mean, you right? Like yeah. anything yeah. with yeah. with white, I think austere command is just one of the best like modal clean sweep options because you get to pick what you need when you need it. It is yeah. six mana, so it's maybe like one or two above like like going rate essentially but i i think forgetting to pick what you want to do yeah, the premiums i think is it's really worth good. it yeah i, I think it's very good yep it is yeah. a very good i usually end up putting austere command as one of my wraths like very regularly this is like outside of like blasphemous act i'd probably say the austere command is like one of my next most played wraths um i mean austere command with the exception of the fact that you can split the creatures it's yeah farewell it's doing farewell things yes for right sure. yeah so yeah, you don't get to pick all of them like you do farewell right right there's only right. one farewell so <laughs> yeah and it's on my list yeah for those listening at home yeah seriously <laughs> um okay so now i need so i have one more creature wrath i have to take and i and then i have a wild card pick so i think i want to oh man i think i'm gonna have my creature wrath probably still on the board and i'm gonna have uh, both of these will still be on my they'll st i don't think you guys are taking I either of these um you'd be surprised i had to dig pretty deep for non-creature wraths now uh, yeah but I, i'm done on my non-creature i've got blood <laughs> Jake, if you take my creature wrath, wrath i'll freak um so there's one that i really like and there's one that's a little bit newer that i haven't gotten to try but seems really cool um i'm gonna man what are my what do my colors look like i'm just gonna see really quick so i've got a blue a red white 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 black white so it's a lot so of you're non-green right now that's I know, weird i know very unlike you I, i'm shocked that you didn't get brain of progress like that sh yeah i expected that from you honestly i had a different non-creature wrath an, a different non-creature wrath that was in green that i could have taken instead of blot out the sky but I want it. I like Blood Out the Sky just for the yeah. for the inkling tokens. Yeah. Um. But that's the thing is, green's not the best color at rafting. Like no matter what, like green's is not very prevalent on this list. You know. 
Um, yeah, and that by by design. Yeah, because why would the green player destroy their whole board when everyone else is on turn two still? Hey, right. I I almost put in Azuri's <laughs> predation. That's one of my favorite rats ever, but yeah. I I kept it. <laughs> I think I'm going to take kind of a wild card pick that I doubt I, either of you guys had, and I don't think it's the best card, but I think this is pretty cool. Um, I am going to take my my last... I, I'm going to take my wild card pick. and I think I know what it is. Uh, I'd be surprised. I've, I don't think I've ever talked about this card before, but I've wanted to play it. So it's pr- relatively new for Brothers War. Uh, nope, I don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Urza's Silex. Oh, good card. Oh, yes. Yeah. So this is a three mana legendary artifact that it comes in and doesn't do anything, but for four mana, you pay four, tap it, and exile Urza's Silex. Each player chooses six lands they control. Destroy all other permanents. Activate only as a sorcery. There's a little oh, more text yeah. I'll get to in a second, but I think this card, I, I I was as I've been looking at everything, I think this is the one on the list I want to start playing more. I think that this could be so, so strong. Um, especially with how... As like, Urza in the name, like yeah. some of your other cards. Yeah, I know. Urza's Widow's <laughs> Blast and his Silex. I mean, come on. The Silex is what did the blast. Like, yeah. double dipping. <laughs> but I think just saying destroy all other permanents like this is how you could hurt green ramp decks which there's not a yeah. lot of ways to hurt green ramp decks true and i think that and there's and there's upsides to this being an artifact because if you're playing any sort of you know artifact theme in your deck these can tap for improvise i mean you can you know they can trigger historic things they like i, I think the fact that it's an artifact and it's a permanent on the battlefield rather than just being a spell I think has gives it an upside. Um, there's there were a couple other like like artifacts that come in that I like that can exile things. I was looking at like I've been playing. Um, oh, I totally forgot the name of it. it. It's it's an artifact. It's a four drop in my teamer deck that when it comes in, uh, fraying sanity. I think it, no mm, sanity. No, a uh, fraying line. No, fraying line. Fraying line. Fraying line. Fraying line. When it comes in. You get to put a rope counter on a creature you control, and then at the beginning of each at the beginning of each player's turn, they can pay two mana, put a rope counter on a thing, or they can choose not to and exile all creatures. So I think that's pretty cool. I, I thought about it, but I don't think that's as strong as this one. This one you actually have a little bit more control over. I mean, and- you still have a creature wrath, so I mean, hang yes. tight. <laughs> yes, it still could happen, but I, I like the upside. And the other part of this card that I didn't read is here at the bottom, and this. I, is also reason why it's a wild card pick for me because I usually play one or two planeswalkers at, in all my decks. And it says when Urza Silex is put into exile from the battlefield, you may pay two mana. If you do, search your library for a planeswalker card, reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle. That's pretty dang good. So, yeah, pretty for, so if you were like in a bind and it's like, hey, you need a board wipe, and it's not just a board wipe, it's you know, it's hitting everything, but you're also getting rid of some people's lands. So if you have a lands player at the a lands deck at the table this can hose them hard and so but the thing is it's not too much for seven mana you could do it all on your turn cast it pay for activate it you're good to go or let's say you know for nine mana you get that planeswalker thing right or for three mana you cast it and now everyone's going to be afraid to commit to the board so maybe you don't have enough mana right now you you might give people a chance to destroy the artifact but you know, but if you're not like afraid of that or something, right, you could 
let it stick around for a turn and then get rid of stuff, you know, but I, I like it, but I love that idea of you could also pay to go get a planeswalker from your deck, put it into your hand, and then you're you know, you're set up for your next turn. So yeah. Hey, and, if your wraths can do more. Yeah, if your wraths can do more, I think you should. So that's gonna be my wild card pick. And I, I I'm a big fan of it. So that's a good wild card pick. I like that's that. That's a good wild card. That is a great wild card. So I'm looking here. I've got an extra non-creature wrath to choose and a wild card to choose exactly. still. And wild card could be any category or something that doesn't fit in any category. So wild card's Nick Bolas. No, I'm just kidding. His <laughs> ultimate of... is a board wipe, right? Yeah. No. Yep. Um that would count, I think. Maybe it, I it is. I had some else best on the list. That would be beautiful, but no. Um I'm looking at my non-creature wraths, and I want to choose two of them. One, but I'm not going to use a non-creature wrath on my wild card. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I know. For what it's worth, at the end, I think we'll we'll each give an honorable mention or two for our categories that we didn't get a mention. So yeah, we'll call them the bench slots. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, no, you know what? There's no way Jake chooses this card that I'm going to choose for non-creature. So I'm going to go into my wild card. <laughs> it's thought? a card that I. Th- thought what'd you say i said you thought i thought this is a a card that i thought was going to be taken way earlier i'm pretty sure it's a card logan has alluded to i think way earlier but maybe he hasn't but when this card is the um jake way back when back in the day when we were really big into icoria and all things icoria we each had like two or three decks um Jake had a Mardu deck that was very, yes. very, very powerful. Yes. And every yes. time he cast a spell, I lost. And that spell is, of course, Ruinous Ultimatum. Yes, good pick. Um, There's it's an even one of more the... fun pick that I thought you might take there for a second in Mardu as well. But that's a really good pick. Oh, really? That's hilarious. Keep going. Keep going. So, no, all it is, yeah, right. Ruinous Ultimatum, two red, three white, two black. So, mana intense. Yeah. But... Destroy all non-land permanents your opponents control. This literally for seven mana says everyone else starts back to square one while you stay where you're at. It is a very powerful ultimatum. Um, Mardu is a very aggro color. So chances are you have a lot going on already. You either have a full board of creatures or whatever. You have all the, you're, you're playing Kalia and you have a dragon, a demon and an angel out and you just need to wipe their boards and win. So I think this card deserves the wild card spot so pretty mana restrictive but otherwise it's probably the best thing on the list yeah we probably should have taken it earlier but because it's mardu and none of us really play mardu right now i wasn't really thinking about it as much like i had it on my list but it wasn't like at the top you know i'd have taken yeah. it i just had it one slot beneath farewell yeah uh is What'd that you simon your I... other clean sweep jake What'd pulling you... ritual oh which and farewell was under Kelly Rochelle. <laughs> correct, correct. <laughs> Real enough. quick, Simon, was that a wild card or non-creature? That was, that was a wild, wild card. card. Okay. So I have one more pick. All right. After I take two. And after you take, take them your from last you. two. Yep. Pretty good. Uh, pretty good. So the funny thing, and I, I, you know, we'll talk about it on the bench. I've got some, I've got some blue on the bench, but I have no blue cards right now, and that's yeah concerning to me um that's okay 
I have my two last slots here at the turn uh, for the round seven and start around eight. I just have non-creature wraths. Um, I, I kind of decided, you know, I've got, but those I've go got loud. the positional advantage somewhere else. So I'm just going to let this go to the end. But answer. in looking at my options, you know, there, there's a lot of good ones. I think out of respect for the game, I am going to take Vandal Blast. Okay. I feel like very disrespectful That's... not to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, was, I was thinking someone was going to do that. And I do run Vandal Blast. I, again, similar reasons as the rest. It it can just do the one one mana to take out a problematic artifact. Um, it is only artifacts. So, but usually you're overloading it, and you're happy to do so. Um, yeah, and one sided, which is it, so exactly it's it's the you don't control similar to Psych Grip. Yeah. So it it yeah. does again. If I'm gonna blow through and and finish the game, I'd like to keep my board. Um, and artifacts are next to green players the most abusive. So do <laughs> do what you gotta do there. Um, and then for my final pick of this, hey, mill players are pretty um, abusive as well. So <laughs> better watch it there. I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, this card I have cut from a lot of decks, uh, pre pre constructed decks. And I think maybe in error, because when I'm evaluating what's left, I'm seeing that this actually does the things I want them to do. Uh, this is going to be a another white sorcery for three mana, two and a white. This is Dismantling Wave. It uh-huh. reads, for each opponent, destroy up to one target artifact or enchantment that player controls. But it also has cycling for six white, white, which is heavy. And I've kind of yeah. seen that, but so what? I have a nine mana still on here. If you cycle it for eight, <laughs> You're going to discard the card and draw a card. Not a problem. Love drawing a card. But when you cycle Dismantling Mave, you destroy all artifacts and enchantments. And so again, I think this this is one of those cards that it's modal and lets you staple together your targeted and, and mass removal. And honestly, if you do that, you get five more slots in your deck. If you take your 10 removal slots and turn them into five that are modal, I think that's the move. Pretty Early good. game. You get it either way at early game, you're doing it for each opponent. So if you play this on turn three or four, you're hitting three things. So it's, it, it is a three for war. You know, it does that thing. But late game, if you draw into it, not only are you okay to spend the eight mana, you are replacing the card. So it's not dead. Yeah. Um, off that cycle, so I, instant speed in a sense. Yeah. Like that's with it. And that is the other thing. Yes. It yeah. does turn at instant speed when you're cycling it. So. I think that's a good pick. That's a great pick. Yeah, that's it that's for me. It is expensive, though. I will say, take? no, he did not. Okay. I will say, for eight man, I'd rather cast play the game. But <laughs> let's go into my last non-creature wrath. Um, this is actually a non-creature wrath that not only hits artifacts and enchantments, but it also hits non-basic lands. I'm going for the whole thing. I. I really do like this card. Um, I think there's downside, but I think the card does a lot of work. It's called Wave of Vitriol. Um, it is five and two green. It reads, well, that's why each player sacrifices all artifacts, enchantments, and non-basic lands he or she controls. For each land sacrificed this way, its controller may search his or her library for a basic land card and put it on the battlefield tap. Then each player searches his or her library this way shuffles it. This card to me is very good because there have been many games where I have been very far behind to a Sarasanctum or I have been locked out of the game to a Glacial Chasm. Yeah. Or, you, you know, nice. th- there yeah. are 
or I've seen Myrell. What's the the three the the land? It's like Godot's Bandit Hall. Oh, oh what is uh, it? Yeah, it's it's. Call it gives her haste, Bandit. right? I think it's just called Hall of the Bandit. Hall of the Bandit. Hall of the Bandit Lord. Yes, thank you. That is, that is another land that has um, started Dude, that's to become a, a non- Simon. That's a solid it, pick. It's become a non-basic land that I don't like dealing with because it allows things to do what they shouldn't. Yeah. And so I think what they should. the I think it's good to replace their non-basics with basics. And it hoses multicolored decks, right? If you've got all your trilands. Mm-hmm. Good luck your casting your ruinous ultimatum now. <laughs> no, but I won't cast that in green. But um, <laughs> what I'm saying is if you don't have enough basics and you lose five or six or seven of those multicolor lands, you could be done. You know, yep. like yep. It, it, it could be very game ending for you. So I think Wave of Vitriol is a very... And it gets around, obviously, indestructibility. It gets yep. around hexproof. It you know it gets past the privileged positions of the world, in the shell eye. So I just think it's I think it's really good. Yeah, nice. I like, I like that. that pick. Yeah, I like that a lot. Okay. All right, Logan, Mister Irrelevant here. What's your pick? The final pick of the draft. <laughs> what I have left is a creature raft. Um, and I'll say after I make my pick, we'll we'll each kind of go over a few honorable mentions and at the end we'll kind of recap each of our picks so that way you guys can like go on twitter and like vote and everything um there's a couple here that i was like really torn between there's one of like my clean sweep options that could technically work here but Mm -hmm. i think i'm gonna go with one that i end up really liking to play so with my creature apps i've done one that you can cast it super cheap kind of one in the middle that has some good upside and then I'm going to do one that costs a bit more, but has major upside. Uh, I am going to go with Decree of Pain. Was not it. Great one. Decree of Pain. Good. Yeah, yeah. great one. I, you know, you, I like that it has the option. You can cycle it for five to replace itself and then give all creatures minus two, minus two. So if you're up against some tokens or you want to play it a little early, you can. But um, so Decree of Pain is... Um, five black or six black black so it's eight mana so it's a lot but you can cycle it for five but then it says for eight mana sorcery destroy all creatures they can't be regenerated draw a card for each creature destroyed this way so good very very good being able to put myself up on cards afterward again i think the main theme that i kind of looked for was I, i like to set myself up for like after the wrath even maybe not on the mm-hmm. same turn but like yeah. i like to be ready after the wrath like okay i either have some creatures on board still or now i'm refilling my hand right i mean in your average game free of pain it's gonna probably draw you eight to ten cards you know yep um, or 65 or yeah be careful playing my row you might deck yourself <laughs> <laughs> yeah there is a downside you know so you could just mill you know you could just yeah, that is not a May clause. You you yeah. draw a card. It's not a May clause. So I I have watched games of people losing to Decree of Pain because <laughs> that's hilarious. They cast it right and just drew too many cards. But I I really like the idea of you know it's a bit more expensive. It does have an option to replace itself for cheaper at five to wipe everything small. But for the most part, you can destroy everything. Can't come back or you know can't be regenerated. And then um you get to draw a whole bunch of cards. So. Um, that is a solid pick. Good yeah, job. I, I really wanted. I, I I will say. I think one of the things I'm upset about is I didn't end up taking Exile in kind of my in my slot. Mm, I, I had see. a lot of I had, I had a lot of destroy, 
I did have a bounce, which I was happy with, with filter out, but most of my other picks were destroyed. Um, so that is one thing that I, I do think I missed out on with like things like Winds of Abandon, which was on my list or Farewell. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Simon, maybe let's each go through maybe just one or two kind of like, you know, honorary mentions picks that we, that we didn't make that were close uh in, in a couple of your categories simon what were uh, just like i said just a couple cards that were on your list that were close yeah so a card that i was that i almost picked honestly over ruinous ultimatum because i knew i was going to wave of vitriol last um i like it's an instant speed uh, rampage of the clans yeah um i really i really like this card destroy all artifacts and enchantments for each permanent so this way is control creature through, through being sent to our creature token it has a lot of downside if the artifact player has 10 or 15 artifacts that were like, you're going to give them a lot of uh, bodies. Yeah. But at the same time, it's an instance. You can do it right before they're about to do their big combo. We artifact or enchantment thing. Um, if you have any artifacts and enchantments, you incidentally get a couple bodies. I, I just really like rampage of the clans. Um, obviously it was better in general Marhal, but yeah, <laughs> I, I still think, <laughs> that it is a good card um another one that i had the, the the last two that i'll just say really fast yeah um one was doom scar i think doom nice. scar is really good the one reason i didn't choose it is because usually with the foretell cards you're only running one in your deck maybe two so it's very obvious what you're running. it's like oh he foretold good. something he's either they doing think this it's a doom scar that's the best thing to think <laughs> Like I'm not and playing so, into that. <laughs> and so that's the reason I didn't do it. I don't like kind of showing what I'm gonna be doing. And then Supreme Verdict uh, is a very great sorcery. Mm -hmm. So our creatures can't this spell can't be countered. It's very good against the blue player. So yeah. Yep. Jake, what nice. about you? Any honorable mentions? Yeah, I think we'd be remiss to not talk about Meat Hook Massacre. Should yeah. it happen? That's depressing. Yeah. Um, the as... new, I almost, I one of the ones I kind of. New Spiteful Banditry too. Yeah. It was like low on my yeah. list, but I like it. I think it's cool. Um, I think they went a little too safe on it, but I'm excited to see the rest of the cycle. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Chandra's Ignition because it ends games. And yeah. yeah. And again, if you're, if your thing can do more, if you can hit players, that's great. Yeah. Um, and then my last one that I'll just say, I think there's again, we've talked about it. there's so many yeah. good, fun um pieces of removal here. But Rakdos the Defiler, I wanted to put I in love there. That guy. I think that would have love that guy because you know, he granted you're playing hopefully a demon deck, so you're sacking less of them, but yeah, it's just devastating to sack half <laughs> your permanents, right? So, yeah, yeah it, it's a good one, yeah. Uh, one or two that were on my honorable mention list. Um, you mentioned Spiteful Banditry. That was kind of up there. Um, I had the other like creature one. I, I really like Curse of the Swine. Um, yep. for blue nice. exile, yep. like you get a whole bunch of creatures. Sure, you make some tokens, but that's okay. Um, the non-creature one that I had on my list that I, I'm surprised actually no one picked. And I, looking back, I wonder if I should have taken this over Vlad out the sky was fade from history um fade from history what? history is for brothers war it's two green green and it says oh for each player that controls an artifact or enchantment they make a two two bear and then you destroy all artifacts and enchantments that's good so, i would have yeah. taken it if i knew about it but yep. i suffer <laughs> i suffer from not knowing green cards yeah i didn't want to mention it because you know but like i i wanted to take it but blot out the sky just felt like a little more fun 
So I was yeah. like, I'm going to take that one, but I kind of wish I would have taken Fate from History. Um, and then the last one, um, I had a couple fun ones in Clean Sweep that I didn't get to. I really like the card Consuming Tide as a good full nice. bounce in blue. Um, the Simon, when you mentioned Runus Ultimatum, I was thinking you were going to go Mythos of Snapdax, which is oh, yeah. also a sweet wrath because you get to pick what everyone keeps. Yeah. So you get to pick their worst thing to keep. Um, and then the last one, I wouldn't have taken this card, but I found this card and I it would have been it's kind of fun, but it's Herkel's Final Meditation. This yeah. is a seven mana card that costs three more to cast if it's not your turn. But you so for 10 mana, you could bounce it's return all non-land permits or owner's hands and end the turn. So on the turn before you Logan loves ending the turn. Oh yeah. <laughs> on the turn before yours, like during their upkeep. You could bounce everything and then end the turn. And then it goes right to your turn and you get to build back first. So I like the idea Super a lot, cool. but I thought that 10 mana was probably too much. <laughs> and I will say too, I mean, you, you mentioned the blue ones that, that mass bounce, Flood of Tears. There's cards that yes. I would have put, but by the time I got there, my uh, clean sweeps were gone. Yep. And I was, and they couldn't really put them somewhere else. So yeah. For what's worth, I love blue, everyone. Just yeah. <laughs> and we'll definitely we're gonna do some we're gonna do more drafts like this in the future. And we'll get Quentin back on and we'll have more people. Like more people will make it harder to make your run pick, out of picks. Yeah, we'll, we'll be, be good. Fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I got think I got like six of the picks I wanted, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's the thing. That's what's fun about this is that you get to kind of, you know, like I feel like this has opened my eyes to a lot of other different types of rafts that aren't just the same ones always played. Like each of us took like a couple staples, right? Like, you know, Blasphemous Axe, Cyclonic Rift, Farewell, Vanquish the Horde, right? All those really solid, just, you know, really good picks. Um, but I, I like that this um, got us outside of our box a little bit to kind of look for some different options. So I think there's some really, really fun ones. Um, so Simon, do you want to just, what, let's, let's each reread each of our lists and then we will uh, we'll wrap it up after that. And we'll throw the poll on Twitter. And we want you to go to Out of the Box MTG on Twitter. And you guys can vote on who you think won the draft. So, Simon, give us your picks. Perfect. So, for my creature wraths, my three creature wraths was Vanquish the Horde, Bam, and Kindred Dominance. My two non-creature wraths were Bane of Progress and Wave of Vitriol. My two clean sweeps were Cyclonic Rift and Play of the Game. And my wild card was Ruinous Ultimatum. Very good. Jake? All right. Creature Wraths, Toxic Deluge, Winds of Abandon, Settle the Wreckage. Non-Creature Wraths, Vandal Blast and Dismantling Wave. Clean Sweeps, Culling Ritual and Farewell. Wild card, Soulfire Eruption. And for myself, for my Creature Wraths, I had Blasphemous Act, Promise of Loyalty, and Decree of Pain. My non-creature rats, I had Filter Out and Blot Out the Sky. My clean sweeps, I had Urza's Runus Blast and Austere Command. And then for my wild card pick, Urza's Silex. So yeah, please, everyone, go to this, um, you know, follow us on Substack, follow us on Twitter, keep, you know, keep an eye out on Spotify for our podcast, but please on Twitter, and then we'll we'll try to do it on Substack, see if we can. But go and vote, go and vote for which was your favorite, who's picks do you like the best if you had to pull your wraths from one of our lists whose would you you know who would you pick who is the winner of the first inaugural out of the box podcast drafts but uh thank you guys so much for joining us and we will see you next time